This is Lashes Love and Life with Brock and Courtney. Come, Come grow with us. us. Yes, we nailed that that time. Hi, guys. Hey, guys. So this week, we're really excited to talk to you guys. Um, what we've always, I mean, from the beginning, here we are always, um, episode two, we are really passionate about helping you guys grow and showing you guys all of the stuff that we have learned along the way to grow our business as well. Um, our business, our personal life, like parenting, um, we just want to help you in basically all every, the goods. every aspect of your life. So um, today we're going to be talking about business and we have seven free things for you to implement in your business right now that will help grow your business. So we're going to just jump right in. Okay, so the first thing that we want to talk about is knowing your avatar. Um, Your avatar is your target customer, and knowing this will set the tone and define your brand. So some of the things, um, what you need to know about knowing your avatar, you you can put a name to your avatar, uh, it usually helps out, but then you need to know their age, gender, income, if they have children, help me out, babe. Um, Um, Where they hang out. Where they're shopping. Right. So basically what you're going to do is really define it down to basically one perfect person that you could serve the most in your business. All their hobbies, um, all their goals, and then um, you, you can't set up anything yet without without knowing this. You can't do your ad, you can't do your landing page, you can't do any of your social media. You need to know your target customer and, and define it as much as you can. So basically... It's really hard because for me specifically doing lashes, I'm like, everybody looks better with lashes. It doesn't matter who you are. Um, But I actually am doing myself a disservice because if I'm sitting here saying, well, I want to target everybody. Well, not everyone is going to be my ideal customer, right? So like there's going to be people who can only come on weekends and I refuse to work weekends. And maybe you have a, uh, more than one business too. Like you, you're going to have to customize the way you talk to people depending on that business. So what's great is Courtney already does lashes. So when she talks to all these girls, it, it's, her, it's her words and, and the lingo is all the same. You know? and, but if you're somebody like me, you're, you're going to want to kind of grasp that lingo a little bit as well. Yeah, so when he is like running ads and doing emails and stuff for our business, he has to get into like the branding, which stems from the target market. So it works for our business. Feel good about that? Yep, I feel good about that. Okay, perfect. Um, We also have built a really awesome free resource for you guys. It's on our website at lashessential.com. It's under the resource tab. It's called the branding like a boss workbook. It's like 15 or 16 pages that helps you really define your target market and your brand message. So that's really, really important. Um, And again, it's a free resource for you guys. So you can print it out and it will walk you through all those steps. The best thing that you guys can do like today is literally going, like we said, going find a name to your, um, your product, whatever you're selling, and then write all that stuff down, right age, right gender, 
find out, find out, I mean, as, as close as you can to the, the age of people that are buying your product, find that out because it will be so important to once you get ads going and things like that, it'll be so important to just targeting those right people. Right. Okay. The next thing is an origin story. So basically you want your origin story to connect with your audience. You want to make it real and raw and you want to touch people's souls with it. So it really jumps out to them and inspires them. So my origin story when it comes to lash extensions, I had tried so many different avenues of school. We had moved to Vegas. I was attending university down there. We had moved back to Utah and I was going to just like the basic university here, kind of just wandering aimlessly, not really knowing what I was going to do. Um, after I had my daughter, I was gifted a set of eyelash extensions and lashes for real changed my whole world back then. I didn't really have a ton of time or energy or money, and but lashes were something that I always made a point to have. Um, whatever I needed to do, whether I was like cleaning people's houses to try and make money for them or anything like that. So lashes had changed my world. Um, at this time, we were both working full-time jobs, making barely any money. I was working as a receptionist, making $9 an hour and barely had any time with our daughter. So I would drop her off at daycare. Brock would pick her up from daycare. And we. I basically had would see her getting her ready and then getting her ready for bed. So one day, naturally, my lash artist had become my friend and I was just asking her if she taught how to do lashes. And she did, luckily, back then, lashes were not regulated as far as like licensure and everything yet. So I took like a three or four hour course and was on my way. And I remember when I learned lashes. It like changed our whole world. Yeah, we definitely, I mean, we were, we were both working nine to fives. We, I mean, just what it's done for us. We thought money was so hard to make, you know, we thought we had to work a nine to five work all day long to like make good money. And and when we started realizing that it doesn't always come hard, you know, it's not what we're taught, you know, it's not, working your your ass off to make a little bit you don't you still have to work your ass off but you can make a lot of money in that time and so what's cool with um with the origin story for uh our podcast with lashes love and life is we're going through it right now you guys heard it from the first podcast that's our origin story you it, it needs to be real but make it inspiring too what's great the good thing is is real life usually is inspiring right And so with our origin, with my origin story with lashing and when it comes to talking to potential students and everything, there's a couple of things that motivate. It's um, wealth, health, and relationships. So when it comes to my origin story, we can touch on wealth and relationships. So those are going to be two major um, in motivators when it comes to having people sign up for the course because number one I talk about how I didn't have time with my daughter and I just desperately was seeking that time with her and as a mom a new mom I was 20 21 when I learned lashes and so 
as a new mom, I just desperately wanted that time with my daughter and didn't want to feel like a slave to money. And so then that's where it leads into the wealth aspect is we were, I was able to make more amount of money and less amount of time. Well, and, and you need to think like that relates to so many people. If you can relate to people, then, then you, you've got a step ahead of the game already. So with, with Courtney talking about that, there was a lot of people that want more time with their kids. All these people would rather make more money working for themselves. It, it, all of that is applicable. So, um, are you good with, uh, the origin story? Origin story. Okay. Yeah. So then the third is social media and I'm going to talk specifically about Instagram because I know Instagram better than other social media platforms. Um, so the main thing with social media is you need to be posting daily. And I know that this is going to feel like a full-time job at first, but we're going to get into a couple of tips that will help you with this. Um, but you have five opportunities to get in front of your target market. And again, this leads all the way back to target market tip number one. Um, so make sure you know how they're going to be using the platform. Are they going to be watching reels? Are they going to be watching lives? Are they going to be scrolling stories? What about posts and IGTV? So this gives you five opportunities a day to get in front of your target market. And then just make sure you know your analytics and when to post and when people are most likely to see them and interact and just take inspiration from others because if somebody's doing it right already, then you can go and take inspiration from how they are doing it and, and you can learn a lot by doing that. So basically it doesn't even have to be somebody from your market. Mm -mm. You can... Like it could be a lash artist or a hairstylist, or if you're in the fitness world, it could be like another personal trainer or a supplement company. You can take things from your own market, but it doesn't even have to be that. You could sit here and look at like, I mean, a tire company, how they promote safety. So that leads to health, right? So you can look at all their different campaigns and see why it caught your attention and recreate that for your own business or brand or product, right? Yeah. Um, so then make sure that you are showing your face. Yeah. People, people like to know you and people like to support people. So when you are showing your face, it makes you more relatable. When they walk into their bu your business, they know they have like a sense of comfort, just kind of knowing a little bit more about your business. So, like I said, I know social media and posting every day can kind of feel like a full-time job, but one of the biggest things I've learned recently is if you're feeling overwhelmed, you can document and not create. So when it comes to like your life and behind the scenes, um, it's just really easy to document and post something, right? Compared to spending an hour to two hours creating something on Canva, um, creating a reel. Reels still take me forever to make. <laughs> um, so this will make posting easier and more organic. You obviously want to take time creating as well, right? Yeah, for sure. Take time creating. But like Courtney said, we've lived here so long that really everything's already been created for the most part. And so you can just go and find things that have already been created and then make them your own. 
Yeah, and put your own personal spin on it. You're going to be spending so much time creating ads and doing stuff like that if you don't that you won't be able to put time into your into the parts of your business that really need it. Yeah. Um so then you need to be engaging daily to get that Instagram algorithm to be working for you. It's a social platform so it's going to reward you for being social. The key thing is is to make sure that you are engaging with people like your target market for at least 15 minutes before you post and at least 15 minutes after you post. Um, This again kind of like signals the Instagram algorithm that you're engaging and you're being social. And then also um, support people who support your business. So if they're commenting on your posts, go and like and comment on their posts, interact with their comments on your posts. Um, This is a really good idea, again, to get that Instagram working for you. And if you can, um, with those posts, try and be personal. Don't just be like, beautiful be try and say something that's going to be meaningful yeah so if someone's like i mean specifically right before we got on this podcast i was looking and i saw someone post a picture of lashes and she's like sorry i've been mia i've been studying for finals blah 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 but here's a beautiful picture of lashes and so my comment was good luck on finals you do beautiful work. So it's something engaging and genuine, but also it helps build that community around your brand. Answer people's questions too. Like if they're asking you questions about things, answer all of those questions if you can, because those people are most likely to follow you afterwards because you're helping them out. Right. Being a little, they'll be more loyal to you. Yeah. Um, so some content ideas for your social media. Again, we already briefly touched on this, but look for inspiration surrounding you in every single market. So if it's an ad on TV for freaking Taco Bell and it catches your attention, figure out some way that you could spin that for your business, right? Um, So a couple of ideas. So show your space. People love to see the behind the scenes space, kind of see where they're walking into. And this can go for any anything. It could be for service providers, the hair chair, the station, the room that you're going to be taking them back into. But if you're a boutique, it would be really good to show them like your retail area, how you have your clothes sorted, the fitting rooms, all those different things, um, just to give them an idea of where they're walking into. Um, let's see. So before and afters, Again, so I'm going to talk about like lashes because that's our business, right? So people love to see like someone with no lashes and then after with lashes, it really engages them because they're like, oh my gosh, the ease of those lashes. So think about like how you could do a before and after for your business Um, products you use. So if you're in the service industry, what hair products do you use? What lash products do you use? Um, Those are all really, really awesome for number one, your clients to know, and then they kind of build trust with you in that aspect. Uh, Your retail products. So when you have a retail shelf, again, in the service industry, retail is huge and it helps to boost your bottom line. Uh, So show your retail space and your products. So your reviews, and we're going to get a little bit more into reviews. That's going to be tip number six for you today, but show your reviews on your social media and stuff and then so you can double that for you um 
you using retail like the products that you're going to sell so if you do a lash wash or a cleanser or whatever it may be use that as well and then your life on your stories again this kind of goes back to people like to support people so this is really important to kind of showcase your life be educational and then something else that i think is super super important is to utilize your highlights on your instagram profile so you can post your policies and then highlight it your prices and then you highlight it and then any video testimonials as far as clients you've served or um, people who have benefited from using your products or anything like that so the main thing about your content is you want to give 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 and then throw in your ask anything else you want to add no nope. okay so number four is sales pitch so with the sales pitch you need to make sure you have a solid sales pitch so if you need to go and find some sales pitches that are working and make them your own like i said go and document as much as possible find out what's working um and like courtney said it doesn't even have to be in your industry if it catches your attention analyze why it caught your attention and then just make it work for you and, and in all honesty people usually get scared at this phase at calling people messaging people that personal that personal outreach it gets a little bit scared but i promise you it's one of the most important things to your business and uh it's only scary to start they're they're usually the scary things are usually the most rewarding so when you guys are creating a sales pitch uh, you need to craft your perfect offer so the first thing that goes into that is knowing your origin story we talked about that knowing your audience we talked about that knowing your avatars pains and goals if you guys can write all this down it'd be super beneficial to you so um with their pains and goals find out like where they want to be in 10 years uh as far as their pains find out if they would need more time with their family if they're trying to lose weight whatever it is find out the pains to your specific thing like for for latches um it's like with adhesives retention and retention so everything like i said it leads back to those three things right health wealth and relationships so with retention it goes to okay well my clients are having to come back for free fills so that's money out of my pocket so that takes away from my wealth does that make sense so everything leads back to one of those three motivating factors great and so so we'll talk about retention more so your next thing is your unique selling point so with lash essential we have five different five different glues yeah <laughs> five different uh adhesives uh for different humidity levels and different set times for depending on how fast you are at lashing right right so that's one of the things that makes us unique there's there's other things that you want to put into there as well and then next you'll want to know the benefits and outcomes so how how is your customer's life going to be better if they use your product what what's going to change in their lives you know and uh kind of yeah so then for adhesive for retention then if they can find their perfect match for adhesive they're going to be working more efficiently they're going to be able to see more clients they're not going to have those clients complaining of retention so then that elevates their wealth does that make sense so it's like we're solving these problems for them and they're like oh my gosh this is the best thing that i've ever used yeah so the next thing you can do is give them a timeline um when when can they expect the results from your product 
So for us, we can basically say pretty much immediately because using the right adhesive for you is going to work immediately. But if you were like a health and fitness, you could say you could lose 10 pounds in 20 days. You you know, yeah. like that's how, so you're going to give a timeline of how your product or service is going to benefit them. Yep. And then also create urgency. So why does your avatar need to take that action today or right now? Um, they, they need to take that action. You, you can give them a reason as far as like you get 10% off of your next purchase. Um, we'll bundle in a kit, whatever, whatever you need to do uh, just to make them take that action now. So right now we're actually currently running. Uh, if you sign up for a May training, the typical kit is amazing and wonderful it's about a 300 dollars value but what we're doing right now to incentivize people to sign up is loading their kit even more so they get a total of 550 dollars plus in a kit that's included in the base price so that's a limited time offer for may only yeah so create urgency and then so babe what's their guarantee how can you uh give them a peace of mind if they they buy or your the or go with the offer right now. So what's awesome about our trainings is that they're two day in-person trainings. So you get all of the knowledge and the technique and everything. Uh, but what's kind of awesome and I feel gives people a lot of peace of mind is even the $300 kit that comes standard has enough product in it for them to make their investment back. So as long as you as the lash artist are going to implement and take what we teach you, um, and apply it to your business, you will make your money back with the products in the kit. You're just investing in yourself. Exactly. Great. So, um, and, and the next thing you need to, you need to determine your price. Like, are you going to be a high ticket item, um, or a low ticket item? And so runs Russell Brunson, right? Uh -huh. Is that his name? Yeah. So he talks a lot about this in one of his books called expert secrets. He talks about how you don't want to be like an average price person because you're going to be fighting with a lot more people as far as like the average price, right? So yes. you either want to be like a higher priced item or a lower priced item. The only issue with being like a lower priced item is that it's a quick race to the bottom. So if you cannot be the lowest price in town, then you're always going to be undercutting competitors and they're going to be undercutting you. Yeah, and that can depend on the product too, depending on like what type of product you're selling. Yeah. So then when you're the high offer, you have to have the best offer, right? You have to have something that's really worth that price. So And stand out from exactly. all those other high ticket people that have high tickets. Right. So you're going to have, it's like this football field. There's going to be people sprinkled at both ends. And most of the people are going to be congregated in the center of the field. So you want to kind of be on either end of the spectrum. Yep. Okay. And so, uh, the next, uh, thing to defining your sales pitch is having a risk and a reward. So if your avatar pays the money now, what are the, the risks and the rewards for them? So a risk is, I mean, obviously losing your investment, the money mm -hmm. that you put in. And then the reward is if you implement and you actually apply what you're taught, then your reward is better health, better relationships, even potentially better 
health because you're not going to be working as much for the same amount of money. Yeah. So, so find, find all of this stuff out, find out your origin story, your audience, your avatars, pains and goals, your unique selling points, the benefits and the outcomes, uh, your timeline, urgency, guarantee, price, risk and reward. If you can find all that stuff out, it, it will be helpful in your business. Perfect. Okay. Feeling good about the sales pitch? Yep, I am. Okay. So Well, I actually I'm so sorry, babe. You're fine. Um, one other thing I do want to say when you're doing this, make sure that you're talking to a decision maker. Like if if somebody asks me to buy something, every time I'm gonna ask Courtney if it's okay. <laughs> like that's just the way I am. I'll, I'll ask her if it's okay first. And so if somebody gets me on the phone, it, it's it's actually a nice out for me because I'll just be like, I gotta ask my wife first. But a good salesman will still either get that get that wife on the the best thing you can do is try and get the wife on the phone right then. If you can't do that, find a time when they're going to be home and call them back. Yeah, it's actually kind of funny because a solar person just came to our house. Yeah, I tried telling them that Courtney wasn't here, but <laughs> <laughs> but then Courtney walked around the corner. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I so here's the thing. I like I'm a very nice person, and I actually have a hard time uh, shooing people away. I I would rather like I would rather just sit there, you know, but yeah, and I'm just like sorry, dude, I don't have time for this. But then see what I made us do is we called and canceled because we don't want salt right now. But I'm too nice to tell them that. So anyway, um, so there you go. That's the whole decision maker process, right? <laughs> um, okay, so then the next thing, so number five of something free that you can implement is an email list. So. If you guys listen to our 2020 episode, um, we talk about how our Instagram was hacked. Yeah, and and I really wish I would have had implemented all the things that I have implemented now, because we would have been a lot better off. Uh, it would have just it wouldn't have been such a big hit. It would have been easier to survive through all of it um, if we had everything already implemented that we are doing now. And some of it is what we're telling you in this podcast, so it'll be helpful. So yeah, basically we put all of our eggs in one basket. We had really built our Instagram following uh, over five years. We had connected with people. We had built relationships. We had a following of over 65,000. And I, I mean, to be completely honest with you guys, I was solely dependent on Instagram. Well, and honestly, followers alone help you get followers like it just by telling somebody you have this many followers they're like oh my gosh and they'll go follow you it was yeah. crazy how how easy how much easier it was to get followers when we had a lot of followers yeah it was like social proof almost like almost like a the lure of like a high luxury brand it's like yeah. people want it because of the luxury of it and so it was just it was different and like i said i was pretty dependent on that following. Um, so what I'm telling you now is to build an email list and email's not dead. I know that like so many of us are like, Oh, I don't even read my email. But like, if it's something important to you, when you see that notification pop up on your phone, you'll look at it. So again, this leads back to your target market, right? Because you want your target market to subscribe to your email list. So the other thing to remember about social media after I just preached to you guys about using social media, it's really, really awesome and amazing to get in front of your target market. 
but to build like that solid relationship with people. And also if, I mean, we don't own Instagram. Instagram is its own company and it could go down tomorrow. Well, and you got to know too, it's always changing. Uh, So same goes for ads on Facebook. Like all of this stuff changes all the time. And so you got to make sure you're kind of keeping up with with the change and and learning like if if you're not posting on instagram all the time and and you don't understand how the analytics work you will not do it right you'll you'll be posting at the wrong times nobody will be following like there's just it go ahead sorry you're fine so where the email list comes in is your email list is going to be that constant where you have like those dependable subscribers so um this you can start an email list for free. You will be charged based off of the number of your subscribers. So a way to build your subscribers is a free opt-in. You could offer, again, in the service industry, you could offer a free brow wax. That's something so, so inexpensive. As far as the service provider, it doesn't take much time. And then they can say, hey, I subscribe to your email list, blah, blah, blah. Um, for other companies, it could be like information based. It could be, um, get 10% off your first order of supplements. It could be, it could be any type of offer. Um, so some things that you can include on your emails, um, it could be informational, it could be notifications such as like, Hey, I have an opening. These are my openings these this week. If you want to book them, you can get a percentage off. Um, a service announcement. If you're adding something new, like brow laminations are huge right now in the service industry. So if you're adding brow laminations, say new service alert. Um, if you're a product-based company, you can say, hey, we're launching this new product. You want to get in before we launch it. Um, different things like that. Have anything to add? Or do you feel like I covered it all? I think you covered it all. Okay. One more thing that I wanted to say about email campaigns is be consistent. So if you're going to send one email a week, make sure you can send one email a week. Um, If you're sending three emails a week, make sure you're sending three emails a week consistently. Um, That's just important because people will start looking for your um, email and they'll kind of learn to depend on that. Well, and also, so right after you shoot them an email, giving them that free information, the best thing you can do right after that is shoot them with an upsell. Because, I mean, most people will spend like $2 or whatever, however much money on an ad. Oh, shoot, we're not talking about money. It's fine. My bad. (laughs) It's totally fine. But this is something we'll talk about in another business thing is an Ad. Yeah, we're trying to give you guys all all the free, free advice for right and I started going into the, the thing with ads is they really don't cost that they don't have to cost money when you first get started and they once they start bringing you in that income it doesn't really matter, you know. Right, it pays for itself. But um so something that we're going to do, I'll give you an example of an email lead that we have um is that we are going to start talking to people about um or like a campaign that we have is retention. Um, We have a retention workshop that we are building out online. So one of our free opt-ins is a secret to bomb retention. And then the follow-up email after the free information is going to be something talking about 
our workshop and we're gonna say right now only you'll be able to get this amount of discount and then after that we can talk about our adhesives and that will be an upsell so that's just an example of an email drip well we should definitely i, I think you mentioned the name of the books did you did you mention the names or his name his name you guys should definitely go and look up those two those two books mass it's online or dot com secrets and expert secrets by russell because he, ha he has so much information in there and it's it's all free information that can help you grow your business yeah and then okay so moving on to reviews one of the biggest things you can do for your company is get some testimonials get reviews have them on your landing page if you if you can have a video review it's super helpful um and have it right on your landing page go and Go and call all of your friends if you have a product that your friends can use at least, but go go and have them go and leave your reviews. Whatever you need to do to get those reviews, it would be super important for your business. So for me specifically, when it comes to um, lash services, you can have somebody do a video testimonial. It can be 30 seconds long of how lashes have improved their everyday life or for us with our products and trainings we have people leave us reviews um talking about like how products have changed their lashing or how the training has implemented like growth in their business so those are both huge things and utilize what you already have so talk to your current customers offer them a, them an incentive to leave you a review and then if they do a video review depending on like how extreme and how inconvenient it would be you can even offer them like a $50 Amazon gift card because that will pay off in the end as far as your investment but again that's something paid but you can utilize people who are willing to do it for you for free first yeah and, and as far as your landing page goes like for your reviews you guys can have obviously reviews on Instagram and stuff like that too but you you can get a landing page for free, but I suggest getting it customized. They usually cost about fifteen to thirty dollars a year. Yeah, just kind of depending on like the domain name and how popular like the keywords are in your domain. Yeah. Um, okay, and then our last tip, or I guess it's not our last tip. So number seven is utilizing Linktree. This is a really simple basic tip, but on social media, if on Instagram specifically, if you do not have over 10,000 followers, you're not able to do the swipe up um, feature that they have on their stories. So utilize Linktree um, because you can have it be one link on your social media profile. And then when they click on that, it will take you to other links. And Linktree does have a free option and then they do have a subscription-based option. So just know that that's there for you. And then our last tip for your business is um, your mindset. Yeah, and so so with this, you guys, do things outside of your comfort zone. Um, usually when you're real, real passionate about something, you'll find others. Uh, like, like say you're passionate about a, a certain technique for lashing, um, and another person is passionate about or doesn't even like that technique, whatever the case you'll have people fighting you on it if it's something that's really good. So right now in the lash world, a big controversial topic is um, pre-made fans. 
So either people love them or hate them. Some diehard people are totally against them because they feel like it takes away the artistry. Other people are totally for them because it's of the efficiency. So there's going to be pros and cons on both sides. And so you have to be open to other people's perspectives. Yeah. Well, and, and in all honesty, even if there there is somebody who against it, usually those are the things that are going to work. You know what I'm saying? Like usually if you're opposite of somebody, there's going to be a hundred people or a billion people that are positive in that way. Right. So yeah, find your community too within that because it will help you to grow any of your skills or any of your products or anything like that, finding the community that stands behind you. And again, that leads back to target market tip number one. Yeah. Um, Another thing that I wanted to talk about is mindset. So what Brock was kind of talking about a little bit earlier is um, with our Instagram getting hacked and us not having stuff implemented, I could sit here and say, oh my gosh, there's so many things that we have to do now and I could be all negative about it and say oh my gosh we don't have time we don't have the energy but in my perspective I'm being positive and I'm saying this after being negative for a couple months about it so <laughs> just know that it's okay to not be positive 24 7 um, but having the perspective of okay we've grown this business purely organically we didn't even start running ads consistently until this year um and so we're going to be now paying for things and implementing so many amazing things within the business i just look at it and have the positive mindset of we have unlimited potential yeah so so looking at things from a positive mindset and then you wanted to also talk about um, implementation and accountability. Um, yeah, make sure that you are, you're taking those steps. So I I would say, I mean, at one point in my life, I definitely, I, I was, it was hard for me to, to want to work. It it was like, I had to force myself to work. I would still do it, but I had to force myself. I was never had the drive to do it. I would always, either make an excuse, you know, like to, or do something to like distract my mind in the middle of work, you know? And so now I'm so passionate about work and so passionate about getting things done that like I'll rush home to go and get on my computer to get some work done. And my, my mindset has just changed. I've, I've really found out that if you tell yourself something then you will do it. Like I'll seriously be flying in five years. I swear. <laughs> I will be, but no, I'm telling you, it's seriously so powerful in the fact, in the sense that you can, you can do big things by just telling yourself and, and all you can do it in the opposite direction too. Like I have told myself for a long time that, you know, I, I couldn't do this or, like things were harder for me. It was harder for me to learn. And since I've been telling myself that I'm like, I can suck this energy up or, or sorry, this knowledge up. I can energy too. energy we'll take too. The energy yeah, yeah. too. If, if I like, as long as I tell myself every day, then I'm doing those things. They're happening. Right. And so I think that's really, really important um, to really be mindful about because regardless of where you are at on your journey, someone is either a couple steps ahead of you, a couple steps behind you. And just know that like daily 
implementation and being accountable to yourself is as a business owner is the only way that you will see growth because like I talked about in our 2020 podcast in I was very much so in like maintenance mode doing the bare minimum to get by and we did not see growth and so knowing yourself knowing your limits um knowing all those things and I'm saying this with like a disclaimer of it's also okay when you go through hard times to take a breather. So I'm not shaming anybody here. I'm just letting you know that growth only happens when you are being consistent. And so um, just know that you have to hold yourself accountable when you are ready for growth. Yeah, and so make sure you guys are seeking out those people that are one step ahead of you or two steps ahead of you because you could take advice from them. You can ask them, what are you guys doing differently right now? Uh, you can ask them, what, what, where have they failed? Like in their company, you know what I'm saying? Where have they failed and what have they learned from? Those, those questions can really change your business. Yeah, they can be super beneficial and it's almost like the um, learn from my failures. So that way you don't have to learn the hard way type of thing. Yeah. And, and don't just get knowledge from one source, go, go to 10 different sources and then compile that knowledge. Yeah. And figure out what works for you because what necessarily works for me isn't going to necessarily work for Brock. Yeah. Okay guys. So those are eight things that you can implement in your business right now to help it grow. So, um, if you guys don't do so right now, our podcast, Cast Instagram is Lashes Love and Life Podcast. Our business Instagram is Lash Essential. My business Instagram is Lash Essential Courtney. And then Brock's. Mine is uh, Mr. Essential. Perfect. And so we would love to connect with you guys on those platforms, but also we would really appreciate the like and the subscribe on whatever podcast platform you listen to. We really love doing this for you guys and, um, we're really excited to grow this with you. Like we say, come grow with us. And and also don't forget, there's a branding like a boss on our website. You guys have access to it. Yeah, so it's lashessential.com. It's under the resources tab and it's just a downloadable PDF that you can print out and it helps you um, through walking through your target market and then also building your brand voice. Okay, guys, we love you. Thank you so much. Thanks for your time, guys.